It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. And the innie is the one, if you've ever done Kegels, I don't know if you guys do Kegels. I do Kegels regularly because it's really good for, you know, uh, prostate health and all that. So I do Kegels pretty regularly. Uh, How many nerve endings does the clitoris have? 7,342. Science is supposed to be a standalone. It's supposed to be a standalone conversation. It's supposed to be a set bunch of variables. It's supposed to be quantifiable. It's supposed to be controlled. It's science. But that's not where we are now. We, we it, it, it doesn't, it, we're not, we're not there anymore. And I don't know how we get back to that. Could you, can you fathom, McShane, can you fathom? The idea that libraries would be defunded uh, 20 years ago? No. 30 years no. ago when we were no. in high school? <clears throat> no, that's 1984 I mean, shit. You're about to listen to Whiskey Hell Podcast, a show centered on recent news, excellent craft beer, and absolute debauchery. While the guys are getting ready, you can reach them on Twitter at whiskey underscore hell. You can also go to the whiskeyhellpod.com or email them at whiskeyhellpod at gmail.com. At the end, be sure to drop them a review as a thank you for the content. Looks like they're ready. Enjoy the show. And listener discretion is advised. Saturday night, 7.43, it is April 15th, this is Whiskey Hell, this is your news. Fitz, how was your week? Ha! Ha! My week? My, my week was okay. It was alright. <laughs> it was pretty unremarkable, actually. It was, you know, <laughs> it was it was busy. It was a busy week, and um, 
and busy's good for okay. me. You know, yep. idle hands are they they do the devil's work or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying I didn't touch myself, but I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, I was busy enough that I didn't only touch myself. Um, what exactly is the devil's work? I mean, what what do we know? What that actually you know, what that breaks out to, like, if, if we were going to say, if we were going to go to a Sunday mass, what exactly is the devil's work? I think basically anything that gives you pleasure. So, you know, don't, <laughs> don't, don't do drugs. Don't drink. Uh, don't masturbate. Don't have sex unless it's to make a child. Um, and even then you shouldn't enjoy it. Um, I, I guess you can laugh, but even that, if you laugh too much for too long, uh, the devil starts to to creep in your anus because it's kind of open when you laugh. <laughs> you know, somebody said online, I, I can't remember, it was either a meme or somebody just justifying how shitty their day was. Um, but they were talking about having two anuses, like an inside anus and an, and an outside anus. Is that is that accurate? I mean, there's there are two <clears throat> sphincters there, yeah. I say I never knew that. Oh, well, I mean, you could... You know, talk to your doctor about it, and uh, and he could he could uh, you know give you a, de a demo. <laughs> talk to me about my double anus, my my <laughs> anus one, anus two. Oh shit! We oh we should do a drug commercial for that. <laughs> hey hey, is one of is one of your anuses prolapsed? Well, try prolapsophagia. <laughs> but talk to your doctor. Side effects may include death, nausea. Four children. I don't know. I, I don't know where I'm going with that, but <laughs> no, you're you're going exactly where we needed to go with that because it's been quite a week. Uh, I know we keep saying that. It Jesus, kinda, right? It's, it's almost like people listen to the show and they kind of wait for us to go ahead and say something like that, and we don't mean to. But seriously, it was another barn burner of a week. Yeah, we've got hit pieces. The Dalai Lama said something. Um, we've got. So much New York Post stuff that it's just amazing. We've got a Gen X pops up, which we've, you know, here's to us for not calling ourselves out as Gen Xers, but we should from time to time because we are get, we are kind of crotchety. We've been there, seen that none of this stuff that everybody's doing these days, the Gen Zers don't fuck with us. We know shit, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean that. Uh, <clears throat> there's a few of them out there. There's a few videos out there of just people who are Gen Xers, you know, just going down the list of shit that that we had to do. That uh, I say kids today, but anybody basically under the age of 35 will have no idea about because because we, you know, we made it somehow. Um, but people were like, "Whoa, this is really unsafe. We shouldn't have kids do these things." Or we shouldn't let kids do these things. And so it all kind of got the kibosh put on it. But we grew up in a very, I mean, we are not the same. Um, <laughs> we, we truly aren't. We, we really are not the same. And, and it's okay. I, I, I want to I wanna fully acknowledge and respect the other generations. Um, oh, totally. And, and there's and, some Gen, Gen Zers that totally get it. I, and yep. I'm looking at you. You know who you are. We talk regularly yep. online. Totally. Um, and there's some there's some Gen Xers that are, you know, quite frankly, complete and total fuckholes. Shit shows. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just I mean, we could start going down the list. But <clears throat> on the whole, um, you know, we're kind of we're we're different. We're a different breed and we it, it probably kind of shouldn't fuck with us because um, 
<laughs> We've been there and done that. It's true. What are you drinking? Oh, oh god damn it. Why am I so slow on the uptake here? Uh, so you, you know what I'm drinking. Um, this week is volume three. Okay. Of the uh, the Breakside Life uh, series, which is a series of barley wines. So I'm going to keep um, talking with mindless dribble while I pour this beer in the glass. Um, All right. But it, it is number three. I went back to the store where I bought these three to look for, because we discovered last week there's six of them um, in the series. And <clears throat> this is embarrassing to say, um, but I, I they didn't have the other the other three. So I went to their their beer guy, the guy that's always there. I like the guy. He's not as good as my my old guy who moved. Um, right. But but I like him. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> and I said, hey, do you know if if all six are out, or do you or is it you know they're just releasing three at a time, or do you know when you might get the other three? I swear to God, this man looked at me like I had, you know, six heads. Oh, no. Uh, he was fucking clueless. He had no idea what I was talking about. I'm holding the bottle. I'm holding volume three. And I'm, and I said, do you know when four or five? No. He had, uh, he's like, oh, I, I don't even know they made that series. I'm like, all right, dude. I, you were lucky I don't bust you're, you upside the head with this fucking bottle right now. You're going to have to go to Breakside. You're going to have to talk to Breakside and ask him. I am. And I, I that's, that, that will be the goal. Um, I think I will craft a finely worded email <laughs> and uh, and and shoot them something. In fact, we got to hit. That's a story that's well. I guess it's kind of on the dock, but we, I do want to talk about the email that you sent off this week on our behalf. It was very yeah. well written, very professional, and I can't wait. They haven't answered back yet, have they? No, they haven't. And I've and I've I've we'll we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. and I'm it's ultra right beer we'll get into how that popped up yeah this week but um yeah they have not written me back i'm sure they're super busy um but yeah i got i have some words for that too so we'll yeah we'll, good. we'll have some fun with that later good all right so uh very <clears throat> smooth pour i will say this one of the three in the series this one has the least amount of head um i tried to pour them all i have a pretty consistent pour i mean you you don't you don't want no head but you do also don't want to like overhead the thing. So I right. I try and have a pretty consistent pour with all my beers. And this one, it, there's zero head on it. I mean, there's a few bubbles. So uh, this is a this is a different beer than the last two for sure. So my question would be, is it a flat beer? So let's let, we can Ooh. work through that piece. Um it's not flat. <clears throat> wow, this one's very different. Um <clears throat> I can't say it's unpleasant. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of a like a a brown, like a good solid, you know, nut brown. I said nut, um, <laughs> but it, it's this does not taste like a barley wine at all. No kidding. I yeah, and you know what? I was pretty careful. You know, sometimes you can eat something, and it'll throw the taste off of whatever it is that you're drinking or eating next. Right. I was pretty careful um, with as far as you know cleansing my palate and having a pretty neutral, you know, mouthscape for this to go into. So I don't. It's not. It this this one. Um, it's not flat as far as uh, carbonation, but it's flat as far as taste. There's not much going on here. Really. Mm-hmm. So I mean, is it? This could be. Does does it the, taste like it's? set up to be like that or is it just maybe it's 
been sitting for too long? Uh, no, it tastes fresh. I, I mean, honestly, dude, if you told me this was a Newcastle, I would believe you. Wow. It, it It's just unremarkable. There's It's <clears throat> very, very smooth, very easy to drink. Um, no heat at all. And, uh, and just kind of a nutty brown beer. I'm, I'm, like I said, it's not unpleasant, but, uh, I was expecting more. It is. Where's the barley wine? Yeah, right. Exactly. Where's the barley wine? Um, so we will see how this, how this, uh, you know, last, I think it was last week you were kind of talking about, you know, once you open a beer, I mean, it, it has, it has a, a lifespan. Um, and not just because you're drinking it, but just, you know, as it warms up, as, as it, it intermixes with the, the, you know, the air, <clears throat> um, it changes. And so we'll see, we'll see how this opens up, uh, as it warms up. And, uh, it's just, man, there's no head to this. It's very weird. Interesting. And no carbonation. No, not really. I mean, it's not, I, I taste it when I, when I drink some, I mean, there's, there's bubblies. Yeah. So it doesn't taste not, old. No, no, no. It does not it's taste just old. A, it's just a, a it, it's, it, it's, it's like you, you picked this individual up at the end of the night and they just lay there. Yeah. Mm. Yep. By far the most at the time, you know, I, I, but at the time, the most beautiful woman that I've ever, uh, lain with, uh, she literally just laid there. I, I, if you told me she was dead, I would have believed you. Uh, except, I mean, her eyes were open, and then, and then I, I kind of was like, what, what is going on? What? And so I, you know, I did my thing. We, we copulated. I mean, it felt so clinical. And then, and I was like, are you okay? And she's like, oh yeah, it was great. I'm like, what? It was. It wasn't for me. Uh, you just laid there like a fucking dead fish. Uh, anyway, enough about my horrible sex life what uh what are you drinking tonight <laughs> and that was life volume three from breckenridge no <laughs> what was it yeah no, breakside 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 sorry yeah <clears throat> all right um well getting on to mine i have a red ipa okay uh don't see very many of these so what i'm expecting is to be it's going to be an ipa so it's going to be hoppy but i'm also expecting the caramel, the malt, uh, more leaning towards a what would be like a Scotch ale. Yeah. So yeah. Um, after pouring it, that's what it looks like. Cool. Smelling it, it is a West Coast IPA. Yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. what I'm gonna get. I, I'm pretty sure the Reds are a West Coast invention. Oh. Wow. All right. So <clears throat> the description. This is from the Heavenly Bodies series from Ren House. It, uh, this one, this particular one is called Mars. Uh, it's 7.5%. Um, so the synopsis is, this red IPA was brewed with a tasteful blend of caramel and roasted malts, bringing, bringing a breedy, bready, excuse me, honey sweetness, pouring a beautiful shaded red hue. Balancing the sweetness with frequent Centennial and Amarillo additions, Throughout the boil for a classic American IPA bitterness. Dry hopped using the same hop combination. We're getting a little crisp black currant and a grapefruit aroma foreshadowing the bitterness in the beer. Flavors of fresh lemon, the classic resinous pine, and a hint of refreshing honeydew melon. 
Um, I do get a sweetness. That's just a hoppy, bitter, bitter IPA. Yeah, see, you know, when they go off and they make it sound like it's a really complex, you know, wonderful, you're going to get this cacophony of, of, of scents and flavors and it's, it's going to expose your, your taste buds to all it, b- bullshit, dude. It's a fucking IPA. <laughs> it's an IPA. Get the fuck out of here with all that. Well, and, and the red is the gimmick. Right. Yeah. 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 Um. Yep. So I I was hoping for something that was gonna be more leaning towards a Scotch ale with some bitterness and a little bit of the piney IPA. I think that would have been fun. That's what I was hoping for. Um. It is very much an American IPA. It looks like a red Scotch ale. Um. I just got an IPA, which is fine. Whatever. I've actually been drinking more of those lately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, shit. You guys are near triple digits, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. We, I mean, it's uh, it's basically cracked, summer there. Yeah, we cracked a hundred uh, a couple days this week. It's supposed to chill a little <laughs> bit this coming week, but yeah, I mean, we're already in the hundreds. Not to brag, but we cracked a hundred, dude. I, our high, well, today we got up to sixty, um, <laughs> and then tomorrow we have another storm front moving through, so our high is going to be fifty-two, Ooh. and basically another couple inches of rain coming down. And it's April fucking fifteenth. This is. Very odd. And you know what's even crazier? The rain isn't so odd because sometimes it will rain this late in the season. But because it's a colder storm, it's still more snowpack up on the mountains. The uh, um, uh, Hoodoo and Bachelor – not Bachelor um, – Sisters and right. uh, the other uh, ski resort, they haven't closed yet. And it's the middle of April. That's awesome. And they're gonna, yeah, and they're going to get inches more tomorrow. So it's kind of cool for – you know the snow bunnies and, and people who are freaks to get out on the slopes. Um, but honestly, dude, I, I could, I could use a good sunny spring day here. I'm, I'm, I'm pale as it is. <laughs> and then you add seven months of no sun on top of that. I'm damn near translucent, dude. I, I could be a deep sea fish. <laughs> Just lay in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like my, <laughs> like my worst sex ever. She literally just laid there and it, and it was like, you know, you know, you had, you had the slapping sounds or the, 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 squishing the, heavy, the, the heavy macaroni. Yeah. The, 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 the skin on skin noises and, and, that, and, and her breathing. And then, and then I, I, and because she was quiet, I was like, I don't want to make noise. Like, I don't, I mean, that would be weird. Right. So I kept quiet and it was just, so, uh, that, that relationship did not last. That was uh anyway. Um <laughs> let's go to break. I think we so should we take yeah, I think we should take a break. Cause yeah, so this isn't so awkward for me anymore. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> it's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over forty and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 
91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. All right. Um, Fitz, we had a nice week, especially when it came to housekeeping. Um, <clears throat> so first of all, thank you, everybody who chimes in on the polls that we do. Uh, yeah. We actually got, we put one out and the whole reason for putting this one out was because we see all of these mass shootings, quote unquote, mass shootings. Um, and then it, it makes you wonder just how impactful these should be. Not to, to by any chance to downplay that you know people are dying people are being right. injured people are right. being terrorized that we're not downplaying any of that <clears throat> right um but it, it calls into question what is is this abnormal compared to what our what what it has been in the past right are we looking uh, at a a severe uptick here or 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 are we just hearing about it because we have mass social media now? Exactly. So yeah. this week we had four mass shootings that, that, that could have been mass shootings. Two were hoaxes. And right. then we had a couple of really, really brutal ones. And will you will you define what do you mean by hoaxes? Because I, I, I know because you and I have been reading all the same stuff all week, but... Um, what do you mean by a hoax? So, for instance, Oklahoma. Um, okay. Actually, I think it was on the uh, campus of OU, Ohio University. Uh, there were some students shooting off what amounted to New Year's poppers. Uh, somebody called the police, thought it was a mass shooting, <clears throat> and the SWAT teams and OU police, everybody stormed the campus and went into a mass lockdown, and there was nothing going on. Um a, a hoax is going to be anywhere where, oh, we've got shots fired. And then when you get there, there's actually nothing going on. Um, you know, 
that's I guess good from the standpoint of that nobody was injured right but it also builds on the paranoia and builds on yeah. the you know the want for people to take away guns and the the, the you builds on the hysteria that comes from this and the mental illness that comes along with any of this even if it's a hoax that you're pr- propagating that's still sick so what so we did real, real- Real quick, um, yeah. before you move on to, um, I just want to quickly say that the the FBI um, has not actually put a number. Like in other in other words, what is uh, you know a guy just you know popping off and killing his family? What's the difference between that and when does it cross the line and it's now a mass shooting? So the FBI has not set a minimum number of casualties to qualify as an event a, an event as a mass shooting, but. U.S. statute, um, so the actual law that's on the books, defines a mass killing as three or more killings in a single right. incident. Yep. So a father killing his wife and and two children, or the mother for that matter, it doesn't matter. Um, that would be considered a mass a mass killing, a mass shooting. Right. So just so just so we have a baseline when we're talking mass, um, three or over. <laughs> so anyway. Because there's a difference between somebody walking into a bank like this week, and I think that was in Louisville, wasn't that? Was that Louisville? Yes, that, I believe so. Yes. Um, walking and into we, a bank and shooting up the place, right? We do and have the, we do have a Hefe sighting. Just oh, so you know. Oh, good, good. Um, Hefe, I'm glad glad you're joining in right now. We're gonna be we're, we're actually talking about the uh, the mass shootings and the feedback that we got from our uh, our folks as far as the violence poll that 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 we posted earlier in the earlier in the week. Um, so to kind of just to get into that question, because my, my whole point in putting it out there was, you know, are we seeing more? Do you feel like you're seeing more or are we just having, have more awareness? Uh, so the question was, are there more violent acts today or is the news capturing it and making it more accessible to people? The news being social media, mainstream media, whoever's out there actually capturing it. Um, we had 263 votes, another great wow. poll. Re- yeah, another that's great. Great yeah. participation. So thank you for that. Um, I was heartened by the, by what the findings were. The uh, comments were kind of concerning, um, but uh, the, the actual outcome on the poll was 62.7% for same. We just see it all. And 37.3% was saying that it was more violent. Now, I actually lean towards the we're just seeing it all camp. Um, and it's honestly, it's a really great narrative to get guns taken away. So I yep. think that's that's really where it's coming from. And that's why it's yep. being pushed. Um, but it was interesting to to see that. Yeah. Yeah, I and I, I 100% agree. I, Hefe, what's your take on it? Did you did you vote on this poll? Did you vote on our bo- our poll here? No. No, I didn't. Uh, um, I don't. I guess there's statistics on it, so we can we can know the answer. But it just, I mean, it's. I guess it would be um, that there's there's more coverage and more uh, knowledge about these things. But it does. I mean, it certainly seems like there's more. 
and it could just be could just be the but it's it's i mean it's fucking happening all the time now so i i just i want to address what you what you just said jefe because i i i want to i want to believe what you said um however uh because we've all been living in this country the last you know three and a half four years um when you say well we could look it up and see if they've increased or not um I can pull you up. I'm literally right now, I'm pulling up two websites that say that mass shootings have increased. And then I have a third one here that says uh, they've actually been decreasing. So they're, they're really, we can't know. I, I don't know. I, I actually think there are more of them, but, but I also think we're hearing about every single little thing that happens. Um, and, and they, you know, these things, it's weird because what the media wants you to remember they they blow it up and they make it this huge event. They eventify it, and then things they want you to forget. They memory hole it. You know, you just you you, you just they, they move on. They never talk about it again. And I mean, you know, Ep- Epstein is a great example of that. They're memory holing it because they they you know for whatever reason the powers that be don't want us to know who's on that fuck that list. Um. So yeah, Hefe, I wish we could just look it up. Um. But I'm I'm literally looking at three different sites here. One says that it's been increasing. Another one says it's increased slightly, and then, like I said, that third one says it's actually been going down since 1985. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know. Well, it's I, like I, the it's like the train derailments. I I never sure. this much happening. They're like happening weekly, if not more frequently. And they say, oh no, no, it's, there's a thousand a year. Okay. That's like you guys covered before. That's, you know, one falls off the track and they fucking go and get it back on the track. That counts. That counts the train derailment. But this is like toxic chemicals and, I mean, shit that's destroying the environment. This this seems way more extreme than any other year, any other yeah. time. So no, that's a, that's a great point, thing, actually. Yeah, school shooting thing could be, uh, you know, was it school shootings or just mass shootings? Mass shootings. Mass yeah. Shootings, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how they classify them, but it could just be. I don't fucking know. I think about it all the time, though. I mean, it's it's gonna hit close to home sooner or later. I just. And I, I mean, and that's another. You know, we we had the the big hit to you know schools, the public school system with COVID. You know, a lot of students, everybody got locked down, and then a lot of students just never came back. Yeah. Um, and now I actually I, I know of a parent who has taken both of her children out of public school because she's so terrified of the school shootings. Um, and personally, that would not be my decision. But I also respect her for making that decision because it's a scary time right now. And honestly, you j- just don't know. Um, I, I, I mean, so back to the original poll. You know, are we just hearing about it so much more so that people are more scared and they want us all, you know, huddled in our dark little corners? Um, and then, McShane, you bring up a, a good point, too. There's a big push to take away people's guns, which, you know, again, my argument to that is, well, then why don't we just make murder uh, against the law? And that should fix everything. <laughs> or, think, right? Um, right. I mean, that that should fix it all. I don't know why we don't do that. Um, 
So, I mean, it's just an asinine, it's an asinine suggestion. However, what else are we going to do? What are we going to do here? Because it's a major problem and it's happening frequently enough, whether it's more or less, but it's happening frequently enough that we as, as citizens of this country, we need to be concerned. So some of the comments that we got from this poll, um, I think the internet, this is from Stephanie's, um, you guys can go ahead and check out show notes because all these comments are going to be in there. Um, I think the internet, more independent news sources, small sites like Twitter are making us more aware of everything that happens. Really appreciate Stephanie for the feedback. Yep. Um, I had to say it. Um, more people with existing mental issues are being pushed by the bullshit narrative put forth by modern media to feel more despondent and disconnected than ever. Couple that with explicitly stated ideas that their very existence is at stake. It should be no surprise that they lash out. I can't argue with that either. Nope. I still, nope. I, I still don't think that it's, it's more than, but I think the triggers are way more accessible than what they were previously. And, and, and the, the um, <clears throat> The expectations, I think what Aaron was sort of getting at there is that, you know, again, not to draw these delineated lines between, you know, the baby boomers and Gen X and, and, and all the generations. But the expectation used to be that if if you, you fall down, um, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off and you and you maybe go get a Band-Aid for the for your bloody knee. Right. Um, but there was no nobody came to fucking help you. Nobody cared. I mean, that's just life. I mean, in fact, I remember specifically, Hefe, do you remember walking around high school and just waiting for someone to f slip and fall down one of those ramps? Yeah. And and we all laughed. I mean, yep. it didn't matter if it was the hottest girl in school or the brand new freshman kid. It, that was just fucking funny. Um, and, and I'm not saying we, we relished in people's pain. I'm saying life happens and it's funny to watch people try and catch themselves and then after all their shits all over the ground then maybe you go help them but that was the expectation you just got up you dusted yourself off and you carried on with your life you didn't get to go home nobody nobody rallied around you and put a a foil blanket around you to make sure your body temperature was fine <laughs> you, you just you just lived and now what Aaron's kind of touching on here is that some people feel like their only their only way out is to make others feel the pain that they feel inside and then and then of course you know suicide by cop um and I, so i i do think that has changed that is definitely different um social media all the all the pressures we all know about that's definitely changed and that's that's on all of us it's on every single one of us and we got to fix it jason burke a uh, new listener i would say it probably depends on the violence I think if we look at the first half of the 20th century, which had two world wars, one ending with a nuclear detonation, it was way more violent back then. There are still wars, but mm. we seem more aware our destructive, more aware of our destructive capacity. I think <clears throat> my my failure there was not saying it was a domestic violence issue. Sure, sure. But I mean, obviously, you've got two world wars that you could totally throw in there, and yeah, those those were incredibly violent. Um, I think more we're we're looking at um, socially here, um, neighborhood to neighborhood, though. Um, I personally see liquid lozenge. Uh, I personally believe we live in the least violent time we ever have in human history. And because violence is becoming so rare, any individual act of violence becomes shocking. 
Interesting take. I, well, yeah. I mean, to that point, there's 8 billion of us on this planet. I mean, so the chances of your, you know, having somebody having a mental disorder, the chances of them being able to find a weapon, you know, all of that increases with the numbers of, of individuals around here. And yeah. Um, from Nick, Nat, just more access to it being on record. Uh, from a coin analytics, our buddies over at this week explained, um, yeah. great question. I mean, we had politicians <clears throat> participating in duels. A representative has been beaten right. so severely. He has to take three years off beaten by the other house representatives. We remained elected officials, but things are pretty bad these days too. So acknowledgement that each generation <laughs> or set of years, each one has its uh, difficulty there. Um, Could you imagine if we were still allowed duels? Oh, I, I completely amazing. forgot about that. Oh my god, dude! It would be on C-SPAN. Like C-SPAN <clears throat> would be so much more entertaining. <laughs> People like, would take Marjorie Taylor Greene a lot more seriously, unfortunately, oh, yeah. when she oh, has yeah. a body count and she's got notches on her belt, <laughs> and she carries around a six shooter into Congress. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, could um, you imagine I, Chuck Schumer versus uh, I don't know, fuck who? Um, who was nope. the fish looking at Mitch, Mitch McConnell? Oh, shit. They, they square off. Do you know how long that duel would take? Fucking the, I, the, the draw would be like five minutes long. And then yeah. and then the first three shots would miss. <laughs> oh, God, that would be funny. Holy shit. What if? Hear me out. Your election, you got down to the point where you actually had your two um, contestants. We'll call them contestants for this matter. Okay. For like Make it a for game a, show. For, yeah. For oh, it has to be at this point. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because CNN, it, it's going to be pay per view. You've got two Senate oh, guys. Yes. You go through the voting, right? And the the vote happens, and you get your two, your Republican, your Democrat, or for that matter, um, a you know a Libertarian. We'll say, all right. I mean, if they let that ever happen. But then it doesn't come down to an actual vote at the end because we can't trust the votes, right? No, we can't. So let's let the two motherfuckers duel. And the yep. last one standing gets the office for the next four years. Yep. You take the, the, the top two. Or what about this? Whoever wins the popular vote, quote unquote, wins the popular vote. Um, they get three rounds in their gun and the other guy only gets two. And, and so, like, if it makes it that far, the the loser of the popular vote is kind of fucked because he doesn't have any more rounds. He's and and the other guy can just walk up and and execute him. So I'm just gonna say what? shout out to our FBI handler. Um, <laughs> please go ahead and take a note and send that up the chain, and maybe that's something you guys want to do. Sorry, Hefe, go ahead. But what happens if you know, like, one guy dies and the other was still gets hit and is wounded and he gets winged? Yeah. Yeah, um like well I'll tell you what we'd have a much more tough congress and 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 when you walked into that building and people <laughs> give you the the nod they all know that you survived some shit true it, it's not that you just bought and paid for your election which is what happens now no no you you made it through the crucible and I'll tell you what it would weed out I mean Nancy Pelosi would have never made it in the first place I mean Although maybe maybe if she just flashed her tits, like it would have distracted the other guy, and then 
So maybe she would have made it. I don't know. So she goes in there topless and packing. (laughs) I would. I'd use everything, every advantage I had. (laughs) I kind of like like this. um, It's like do a Thunderdome. Yes. We've got a story called Orgy Dome uh, we might get into later, but uh, maybe Thunderdome needs to happen. Yep. Yeah, and I kind of like the idea of like skilled combat. Like it's not you just lucked out and you pulled the trigger first. I would like actual, you know, like swords or like a knife fight. Dude. All right. Gladiatorial I mean, combat. Yeah. Our Congress would, would look a lot different. You'd have dudes missing it pieces would. of their ears, missing fingers. <laughs> I, I mean, that'd be some shit. More respect, though. Yeah. Oh, way more respect. I, w- I would be like, yes, sir. However you'd like to vote. I'm, I back you because I know <laughs> you're ready to throw down. <laughs> I got to head back in. All right, dude. All right, we'll see you in a bit. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody reaching out to us uh, on that poll and uh, giving us some feedback. Um, it, it it helps us tremendously uh, to get the um, opposing viewpoints, and it helps us tremendously just to know, just to kind of get a pulse of what's going on. So we thank you so much for everybody who uh, who chimed in there. Absolutely. I um. You know what this has done for me? You know what's funny? Is uh, we we put out our polls. Well, I shouldn't say uh, we. I should say you put out our polls. Um, but now every, if I'm if I'm kind of scrolling through Twitter and I see somebody with a poll up, I am much more likely to participate in it now. Because I'm like, this is, this is helping them out. It's giving them content for whatever, maybe a podcast or it just helps more views for, for their Twitter feed, whatever. Um, I'm just, I'm much more apt to just stop and read what the poll is. Now, if it's a bullshit poll, like, you know, do you like potato chips or French fries with your hamburger? I, who the fuck cares? I'm not participating in that. Right. But if you want to know, like my opinion of who would win in a fight between Pluto and Snoopy, <laughs> I'm absolutely going to fuck. I'm going to chime in. Um, and by the way, I went Snoopy all the way. Cause he's a fucking pilot. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So let's go and get into some of the other stuff that uh, was interesting. It was a very woke week. It was very, a woke very week. woke week. Now, something we have not gotten into the whole trans shenanigans that's been going on lately. Um, we didn't even address the shooter in Nashville. Um, that was a terrorist act. It had nothing to do with them being trans. Um, so this week, though, and this is after Bud Light decided to go and put Dylan Mulvaney, Mulvaney. Yep. yep, on their beer cans, and I think that was last week, the week before that. It's turned into an absolute shit show. So much so that we're seeing protests where people are destroying beers. We're seeing um, we're seeing an absolute I mean, an absolute recoil. Yeah, that is just. It doesn't do anybody any good. It definitely doesn't do anybody from the LGBTQ plus community any good. Nope. Nope. Um, and it's just it's just because it was Bud Light, which is a very, very, yeah, yeah. very <laughs> shitty beer. Sorry. I had to get that no. out of there. It, yeah. It's a, a much loved beer <laughs> by apparently um, many conservative folks um it's just absolutely shit all over the trans cause yeah and it's just it's just been absolutely brutal dude if if, if i were to ask you actually if i were to ask probably 98 percent of the people out there if i were to walk up to somebody on the street and say hi who what what is the demographic who do you think drinks bud light everybody knows who drinks bud light <laughs> it, it's 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 the it's the fucking you know the the sand dunes. You know dirt bike riding, quad riding, um, dudes who just want to like have their their toys. It's the bros. Um, yeah, gun shooting. Uh, you know, very right, ultra right. Uh, in some instances, um, usually less well off financially because Bud Light is cheap. Um, so you start checking off all these boxes as as far as who drinks Bud Light, and none of them match up with Dylan Mulvaney and and what what that person what Dylan is trying to do um and I and I have nothing against that person I I, I will say I well we're still on the Bud Light thing but I will say that I have a I have a a bone to pick with Nike because Dylan Mulvaney was also made their new sports bra model <laughs> I could and not I I could not deal with that. I could not. I couldn't even I, put that in the dock because it was so ridiculous. Do you know how offensive that is? If I was a woman, do you know how offended I would be? Oh, it, it, there's nothing about this. This isn't an attack on women. It is an attack on women. You're exactly right. So anyway, that, I mean, this stuff is just going too far. And so to your point, to get back to the story, the backlash is going to be righteous it is going to be wicked, and Bud Light may not survive this. Well, so the Bud Light did back off um, and actually posted this, uh, our responsibility to America. 
This is from Anheuser-Busch. It was just such a half-assed oh, attempt. God. It was it was terrible. And I, I don't – I mean, I think all of our listeners, you all – you owe it to yourselves to go out and read this piece of shit. Oh, it's, you know it, let me go ahead and read it to them right now because they should hear this. <clears throat> our responsibility to America as the CEO of a company founded in America's heartland more than 165 years ago, I am responsible for ensuring ensuring – Every consumer feels proud of the beer we brew. We are honored to be part of the fabric of this country. Anheuser-Busch employs more than 18,000 people, and our independent distributors employ an additional 47,000 valued colleagues. We have thousands of partners, millions of fans, and proud and a proud history of supporting our communities, military, first responders, sports fans, and hardworking Americans everywhere. <laughs> There's, there it is. That's, that's who drinks your shit. That's right. We yep. never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over beer. My time serving this country taught me the importance of accountability and the values upon which America was founded. Freedom, hard work, and respect for one another. As CEO of Anheuser-Busch, I am focused on building and protecting our remarkable history and heritage. I care deeply about this country, this company, our brands, and our partners. I spend much of my time traveling across America, listening to and learning from our customers, distributors, and others. Moving forward, I will continue to work tirelessly to bring great beers to consumers across our nation. Brian Whitworth, CEO and Iser Bush. And and you know what this is? You know what this is a product of is is the CEI. Um, and for those of you who haven't heard of the CEI, it's called the Corporate Equality Index. And on the surface of it, um, I think we can all agree and get on board with what its aims are, which is to increase equality in not only the workplace, but in in you know marketing in in um, making your products available to everybody, that's what it looks like on the surface. But what happens is they have a CEI score, and they have heavily weighted the score towards things that have to do with global warming, climate change, um, uh, you know LGBTQ issues. Um, and and then even to a lesser degree, which again offensive, um, racial causes. And so if you if you can um, virtue signal as a business, if you can virtue signal that you are pro uh, environment and you are pro LGBTQ, you all of a sudden your score goes up and you get lower rates on loans, you get more airtime. And, and cheaper rates on uh, during newscasts, all of these you get all these benefits if you can just virtue signal enough, whether you believe it or not. You just have to say these things and do these things and say that you're representing these populations, and off you go. And it's it's um it's insidious. So I mean, if you would have told me five years ago that Bud Light would be running an ad campaign centered around a someone who was transgendered, and not even as in, hey, it all needs to be equal, but just like over the top. Um, hey, I'm from a totally different culture and timeline than you, um, but drink Bud Light. It, it's, it, I, I would have, I would have laughed your face off. 
Um, but here we are, and it's all about this this CEI, the uh, the Corporate Equality Index, and um, and it's and it's it's going to ruin some companies because they're going to, like I said, they're going to hitch their horse to the wrong cart, and um, and I'm I'm sorry for that. But again, it, it it's so it the frustrating thing is is that in a perfect world, everybody is being brought up, right? Yeah, it, it shouldn't matter. matter whether you're gay, trans, no, black, it shouldn't matter, white, green, yellow. It, it none of that. Women, <clears throat> men, it doesn't matter. We're all treating everybody as 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 citizens, as people, right? Right. But if you bleed red, get, then then I'm in. Then then you're good to go. Yep. We're good, but that isn't what we get. Instead, we get a we get this competitive enterprise institute that puts out this scoring system that rates companies and basically guilts them into bad decisions. Yep. Yeah, All because it looks shitty when they're ranked ninetieth out of ninety companies in that particular category. Yep. It, it's fucking ridiculous. And this is what drives companies like Anheuser-Busch to make stupid decisions or Disney to make stupid fucking decisions. Can yep. we also discuss that the the CEO for Bud Light is a former CIA spook? <laughs> that was the best find of the week, in my opinion. I We have some gems, but that was an amazing find. It was fucking... It, it, that was the real deal. Yep. Brendan and Whitworth. So, so then so then you ask yourself, are we just all a product of some sort of mass um hypnosis, some sort of, you know, experiment to see how much mind control they can actually exert on us b- before we break? It's a giant psyop. Right. It's that's starting to feel that way. You know, it's like that meme that I sent you guys like, you know, the it was like psyops at the top. And it said, because physical wounds heal, um, you know, like <laughs> yeah. psyops, you, they can ruin a person and they and they do ruin people. I mean, we can go all the way back to MK Ultra and all that, that people poo pooed for years. It's a real thing. It's been proven that it's real. They fucked up a lot of American citizens just to see if they could. Um, and so they, they know how to do it with individuals. They know how to do it in mass with a lot of people. And I feel like that's what's happening. We are the subjects of this mass mind control or something. It's it feels insane to say that, and yet when you look at the evidence and you look at the the, the, the trends, what's going on, it's it's kind of hard to deny. Well, you cannot deny the good work that the Biden administration's doing. Biden administration's doing. Can't I? <laughs> Oh, no, no, there, there's no way. There, there's absolutely no way. So uh, let's go and get into this one, too, because we're going to stay woke for a little bit. Okay. Um, unfortunately, we don't rely on any kind of money coming in from any woke businesses, so we're, we're, we're going to go ahead and hit this. The Biden administration is spending hundreds of thousands of taxpayer dollars, fits to translate the homosaurus, a self-described vocabulary of LGBTQ terms, into Spanish. This is this is this is going to be really great. I can't wait to see this in the libraries. Um, it it's going to translate stuff like anal fisting <laughs> and jizz. 
I I did not. I don't know how to. I don't know how to say anal fisting or jizz in Spanish. So I I don't see why this is not valuable. I uh I I I I almost attempted it, but I'm not going to be. That's that would just be awful and racist, and I'm not going to do that. And again, um, well, no, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that either. You're going to no, stay away I'm from not, it. I am. I'm gonna. You know what? Let's just go with the with the storyline here, which is that our tax dollars are going to converting and translating this dictionary, homosaurus, which is not that's not our word we're making up for. That's their, that's their their name for it. Well, it, it's like a, a thesaurus, only right. it's a homosaurus for, for homosexuals. And I'm sorry if you grow up in this country, if you spend more than five years in this country, and you don't know what anal fisting or jizz is. Then you haven't really participated in society. You haven't, you haven't gone on TikTok. You haven't. Everybody's gone doing on, it. Yeah, you haven't checked out Pornhub, which would be a real quick education. <laughs> uh, just look up those terms in Pornhub. I, 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 I cannot believe. I, I just can't believe we're here. I really can't. We we are here. Free Beacon. That's where we've got the the uh, actual article from. But we've also got the uh, the whole document, um, all the government grants that are going to be given out, and that's three hundred fifty thousand dollars are going to be going just to this one individual for um, actually translating uh, the Homosaurus into Spanish. And I'm going to just we talked about this earlier in the week. We need to go out there, create our five hundred one c three. Put it off of, of of truth and media, transparency and media, whatever. And we just need to start getting some government grants. We can go and slap a you know government grant from blah blah blah. We'll throw it in our on our about on our website. That's fine. I don't have no problem with that. But if they're going to hand out, you know, a little bit over a quarter of a million dollars for this effort, I'm sure we can get you know a couple hundred thousand dollars just for putting it together a, a mainstream media watchdog, dude. All right, here's the thing. We need we need real time. We need a grant because we need real time translation of our <laughs> podcast into well, Spanish obviously. Yes. Um into uh, France. we need French. French? Okay. Um we also need someone to interpret in sign language. Yes, um, we need a, thank we you. We need someone for ASL and yeah. uh, and Australian. So, <laughs> and Australian for sure. Because they, when they say no, uh, it doesn't sound like our no, and so they might not know what we're talking about. So, because <clears throat> they add like a, they they say no, it's like there's like an extra syllable in there, and I that needs to be translated. So I think we need what I'm gonna, I'm gonna write the grant for half a mil. I think would probably cover our expenses on that. I think that works. Okay. Yeah, that 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 works. So they'll cover travel. Uh, expenses they'll cover Travel. equipment <laughs> beer um, it'll cover beer uh, yeah because but at, here's that, the but at that point we're writing off the beer too so oh that's what i'm saying our translators need to be as drunk or more drunk than we are oh my gosh what happens if if somebody who's drunk starts trying to translate um to sign language have we ever seen that I, do they I, slur I, I have never seen it I will ask my my friends. I have several friends in the deaf community. I Please will ask do. them if that gets sloppy because I bet it does. That's <laughs> it I mean, do. the the uh, the finger coordination alone would have to suffer. I, I would think so. I would think so. There there has to, there's some dexterity loss has to be there. 
wow. I think we're getting into some really deep shit tonight. Um, I, I think we're, we're going to do a lot of good. That's all I know. Wow. You know what I, um, I, I, I had a moment this week. I was uh, sitting with myself as I regularly do because, you know, I like me. <clears throat> and I was thinking, you know, I when when we are in this moment in the show, like talking in the show, it's it's all going. And I, I want everybody out there to know we do very few edits. I mean, sometimes one of us will sort of go off the rails and say something that just doesn't ever need to leave our ears. Right. <laughs> but but ninety nine percent of the time, the three of us are pretty much on point and we just we just kind of we're in the moment we're just saying what comes to our our heads and this this time when i'm thinking about what you're saying i'm listening to what you're saying and i'm listening to the news stories and then hefe will chime in like even tonight when he when he sort of um you know brought in the train derailments and that's just a different angle to kind of look at it like yeah fuck what is happening um i i love this is like my favorite time of the week not I love the conversation, but because I, I am forced to think when we are here and I, and I know that's our point of the show. We've talked about it before. I'm not going to go off on that tangent. What I'm saying is I love this because it makes me think about things. And sometimes what I think is funny. And sometimes what I think is like really (laughs) profound. And like, I have to really, I have to like jump in feet first and like, okay, let's really think about this. Let's take it to its end. And so, um, just uh, this is the world right now. If if you are not as a listener, as a free thinking American citizen, if you are not hearing this podcast and really stopping and thinking about what our world is headed towards, please please do that. Take some time. I hope that's what this show does for you, um, because it, it it's gonna. This country needs all of us to stop and think right now, because a lot of people aren't. Anyway, no. sorry. That was my that was my soapbox. I won't get on another one tonight. But I just <clears throat> I I just so appreciate this conversation because I have to just really think about what I'm about to say and and no. it, and and it needs it needs to be spot on or it's not gonna it's not going out on the air. No, you're you're absolutely right. And honestly, we we don't discuss any of the articles that we come up with. We do post into our chat, so we're aware of them. Yeah, we go and do our own research, get our own opinions on them, and then we go and th- we slap them into the doc, like into the in our working document on a Wednesday and then again on Saturday morning. So we don't discuss any of this stuff. We're just aware of it. Then we form our own opinions throughout the week. And then we discuss it here. Why for you, this is the first time we've talked about a lot of this stuff. So, um, when we do actually get into these, um, conversations, it is, this is a, this is I'm not going to call us philosophers, but it's late. It is late night philosopher talk. I mean, this is why yeah. we do it is let's have a good beer. Let's have a good conversation. Let's get into things, dude. I, you know what I just pictured? I pictured like, um, you know, <clears throat> so it's it's seventeen seventy three. Yep. Okay. And, and and everybody's meeting down at the pubs, at at their local pubs, and there's important people, important intellectuals there, people yep. who have like written books that are still being studied today. And they're in there, and they're having a few ales, and they're talking about the future of this country. And I am not putting McShane, Hefe, or myself on the, on the same level as the John Adams or uh, uh, George Thomas Washington Jefferson. or Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, I'm not saying we are that. What I'm saying is 
it brings me closer to that. It makes me feel more a part of that because we're actually having the conversations. Um, really good stuff. Anyway, I, I don't know why I had to go there, but just it just felt right. No, so I, let's I think move some, on. You, you go and you got to go. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of, how's that beer going? Dude, uh, okay. It's it's growing on me. Um, I might I might make out with this beer. Okay. I'm not because because I mean it's, it's is it the first girl at the party you make out with or is it the one you know I haven't made out with anybody yet so I'm gonna go ahead and make out with this one. Um no I mean it's 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 the third girl. <laughs> um but and and so there's a really pretty face right really pretty face All right um but she's she's shy she's <clears throat> maybe she, maybe she's never done this before so she's oh intim- okay. maybe she's intimidated. By sure, sure. you know a, 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 an aggressive <laughs> fucking asshole like myself, um, and so she's like, "Hey, I'm gonna draw some boundaries here. We can make out, but um, my my clothes are staying on tonight, just so you know." And I so I respect that 100. percent Thank okay. you for drawing your lines early, um, but you really you do have some nice <laughs> lips, and I'd like to kiss you. So that's kind of where I'm at with this beer. It's I I'm not sure that we'll ever meet again. <laughs> I mean, it's a, like a one makeout session and done. Um, but I, I do appreciate. It. So what I appreciate here is, as it's warmed up, I'm getting some more of the the flavors. There, there. It is, it is a bit more complex than I got uh, in the beginning. And sometimes, you know, if you get your beer too cold, that can happen. You just miss a lot of lot of flavors. Sure. So I'm, I'm getting some flavors from there now. The flavors I'm getting aren't, you know, like things I crave. There's, there's some nutty. There's some bitter and maybe a little bit of the the fruitiness, but it's not it's just not great. I, I much preferred the other two. Uh the first two girls that I made out with tonight. So um <laughs> yeah, I I mean it is what it is. I'm sure someone out there is like, oh dude, volume three is the shit. Uh, but that's not me. All right. So that, that's yeah. okay. That that's why yeah. we do the show. That's why we talk about this stuff. So that that, yep. that that's all well and good. Yep. Um so I I Mars is fine. Um this is the Ren House Red India Pale Ale. Um high ABV, which is probably gonna be my biggest takeaway, and that's something that I don't usually care about. Um I'm I'm more about the effect the beer has and the flavor and the experience. And this one's just an IPA. It's red. Okay. Good job. Um, that's about all I got. Yeah. Sometimes don't you wonder if, I mean, cause you said earlier, like the red is kind of the gimmick. Yeah. That's exactly what this was. Yeah. But I don't wonder if they like, they brew the beer and they're like, Hey, you know, this is just an average IPA, but we have some red dye number three over there. And we can <laughs> so let's throw that in there. We will call it Mars because exactly. Mars is cool and Mars is red. <laughs> yeah, Mars is I red. I don't know. You have to wonder sometimes, but I not. I mean, I'm not disparaging the brewers. I'm sure they. I'm not. They put their, yeah. No. I mean, Red House kicks ass. Don't get me. Yeah. Don't get me no, wrong. No. No. They're yeah. Red yeah. House is fantastic, but yeah. I'm I'm not going to go out and try and find this beer again. I I. I it's an IPA. I just, I just don't care. Yeah. Um, there's, and there's a lot of good IPAs out there right now, but this is not, not one of them. <laughs> no, no, not one of them. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. So getting into beer too. Um, so I'm, I'm shifting gears big time. I, 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 I did do this on purpose. Um, this wasn't one of those nights where I go down and decide on the fly what I'm drinking. So I kind of plan this out. I wanted that red IPA first. Um, my strategy was I was hoping it was going to be different. That failed. We already talked about that, which is fine. That happens. Um, but this next beer, I'm very excited to say I've never had anything of this style before. And I haven't had anything from this brewery before either. This is from Pariah. And this is an Imperial Milk Stout. Okay. That's, I don't know how that's they're going to pull this off. Yes. Yeah, yeah um, for our listeners out there, uh, Milk Stouts are you know, so named because of the, um, the <clears throat> lactose they use to, to feed the bacteria that makes the alcohol. Um, they're, they're not easy to get the ABV too high. Um, they're, they're usually pretty mellow and pretty smooth. So the fact that it's an imperial, I am very intrigued. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that um, it's it's very different. I'm 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 uh, pretty sure about that. Uh, I actually went into uh, my place, which I, I call it my place. It's not really my place, but it's 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 my place. Yeah, um, it's called the um, Hair of the Dog. Um, nice oh, right, little right. coffee bar. I think I've, I've told you about it. I've, I've talked about it on the show before. But Haley was there, and uh, and I got, got grabbed. Went and grabbed this beer. I was talking to her, but I went and grabbed this beer. I'm like, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna try this on the show. And she's like, Oh, this is my actually, this is a fantastic end of the night beer. I'm like, Really? Tell me more. And uh, she's so wonderful. I'm just gonna leave it at that. So- yeah, so I'm 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 picturing Haley in my mind, and I'm I I don't want you to elaborate because I. But she sounds sexy, and I'm. We're just gonna leave it at that. Yes, you, okay. you. She's she's a Fitz Fitz girl. She's, oh, she's one of Fitz's girls. Okay, all right. Um. Anyway, so she she swore by this one. So I'm. I can't wait 
to go ahead and have this one. Um, so let's go ahead and take a drink. Yeah, go for it. Lots of cinnamon. It smells dirty, which is nice. We lack of the dirty. Oh. Okay. Whoa. Fitz, you're you're kind of a chai tea guy, right? Oh, I love chai. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I would. It, it's obviously not a chai, but this tastes like a boozy chai tea. Okay. I'm um, really happy with it. Yeah, Yeti makes a makes a chai imperial stout. And uh, it's one of my it's one of my favorite Yetis. I and I like all the Yetis, but that's one of my favorites. So I'm now even more intrigued, and I am also uh, <clears throat> somehow more attracted to Haley now too. Oh no, she's 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 super cute, and and really super nice, smart. What just she's 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 wonderful. Yeah. Um. So this is what it has on the back of the uh, Pariah can here. Um, this the name is all the bootleg snacks, which is a fantastic name. Oh, that's um, yes. Brewed with cinnamon, chocolate, coconut, condensed milk, and vanilla. So you get that lactose, that end of the night. It's definitely a dessert, very decadent kind of a beer. Yeah. Um, what you are holding is liquid absurdity. The this imperial <laughs> milk stout is loaded with cinnamon, chocolate, coconut, condensed milk, and vanilla, over an extremely decadent base beer. Utterly pitch black, totally unapologetic. We have beers that have the final gravity of this as their starting gravity. Thick, T H I C C C C C C C C C C C. Right. So viscous. Think of very viscous beer. Yeah. Yeah. Oil. Best when shared with those you love, or. Be greedy and drink this thing yourself because fuck eleven point one percent, and I'm this. I don't do very many end of the night beers, and this is an end of the night beer. What are you drinking? Well, I'm uh I'm super jealous and intrigued um by by that beer. I wish I kind of wish I was there. You know, I I miss the old days of. Uh, <clears throat> of drunkard's call when we you know we would have several beers but we'd share them all so we could you know you'd have your take on it and then i'd have my take on it and so i, I kind of wish we had that dynamic right now because i'm really i i'm i i wish i could taste that beer and equally i wish you could share this beer with me so um i don't know if you remember um some listeners of the show might remember but back during the uh the pandemic uh, everything was locked down, and we have some neighbors that uh, are behind us. Basically, they they share a backyard fence with us, and uh, really cool people. We had a when we first moved in here, we had a, a housewarming party, and they came and um, brought some really good beers. And I was like, "Oh, you're a beer guy," and he's like, "I'm a beer guy." And then he saw what I had in my fridge. He's like, "You're a beer guy," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a beer guy." And so we instantly bonded. Um, and his wife is also cool as shit. So during the pandemic, um. You know, everybody was in lockdown, but we went out out back one day and they had, you know, hung a over the over our fence. They had hung a six pack of beer for us. 
just as like a, Hey, I hope you guys are, are okay. And everything's going cool here. You know, since you can't go out and have a beer, have a beer on us. And so it just started this thing. So that's cool. Now we have, yeah, now we have this beer exchange. So every once in a while we'll, and they're really into wine. So we'll go out and buy a bottle of wine for them and hang it over the back fence for them or some beer for him. That's cool. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a really, it's a, it's a cool beer exchange program. So, uh, my my wife gets a text uh, from our neighbor and says, "Hey, you know, when you go out back, you know, check your check your fence post." And sitting on the fence post is a beer that um, I, I I would never buy for myself. Not never. I won't say never. At the moment, I wouldn't buy it for myself because of how expensive these beers are. This this beer is from Ale Song. Um, they are kind of a high end brewer here in Oregon. They do. They do only, um, you know, high end blending, and you know, super cask aged stuff. Um, Ale songs just like they're 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 kind of like the top of the top around here. Like if you're gonna get a fine crafted beer, people know that you're gonna go to Ale Song for it. Wow. Okay. Their 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 bottles of beer are they they start at like twenty one dollars a bottle, and then some of them like this one. And I sent you some pictures. I sent some pictures in the chat. Yep. On the cork for this bottle, because this is one of the, you know, one of those beers that you cork. You don't fucking put a cap on it. Uh, this was actually brewed and bottled in 2021. So I don't know how long they've had it, and I don't know what possessed them to share it with me, but I am so eternally thankful. And so uh, thank you so much, wonderful neighbors, um, for sharing this beer with me. I cannot wait to to wrap my lips around this, and I really wish you were here to to partake in it with me, but this is, um, uh, I don't, they, they don't even name their beers. They just say, Hey, this is an ale song. Uh, this one ale aged in French oak barrels with blueberries, boysenberries, and cherries. Um, and all of their ingredients around here. I mean, all of their ingredients that they put in their beers are all sourced locally. So these are all things that are grown here in Oregon that they probably got the day they were picked off the fucking vine or the tree. Right. And uh, and made them part of their beer, so um, that's why their beers are so expensive and they're so good. Um, but they, you know, they're just kind of out of my price range, typically. And now I get to enjoy one. And so, kind of earlier when you said that you had your night like planned, like how you wanted to, this was completely unplanned. But they offered me this beer, um, and I, I, and they know they know I do a podcast, so I said, oh, this one's going on the podcast. So <laughs> here we are, and. Right. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's so the the pour, um, it smells like a sour. So we'll see, we'll see what we get here. Yeah, I'm mm. really bummed that I don't know which one this is because they do have some names on their site, but they just don't have anything on that bo- that particular bottle that you, oh you God. posted. Holy shit! Both my assholes just puckered. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Woo! Dual assholes, nice. Dual asshole pucker. Wow, mission accomplished. Oh, this is so good. Oh, oh, see now. So this is the girl that <laughs> uh, we're we're gonna make sweet, sweet, sweet love tonight. This is a um. So it's not fucking. It's just oh god, up. no, 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 it's no, just no. Long love making. Oh, you don't you don't fuck this beer. You look this beer in the eyes and you tell it that you want. You you want to live the rest of your life with this beer? Holy shit! This Whoa, is a marrying beer! Mm. Wow! Oh god! Oh, Hefe, we have a Hefe yes. sighting. 
dude, perfect timing because Fitz I is marrying am, his beer. I am. I I'm proposing. I'm on one knee right now, and I am proposing to this beer. Go wow. to the chapel, and Fitz <laughs> is gonna get married. Sorry, go ahead. No, that was okay. So quickly, um, it is a sour. It's not overwhelmingly sour, although both of my assholes did pucker. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a good beer. So, yeah, yeah, right. You know I'm serious if both of them are um, up in my throat. But no, uh, the I'm getting more cherry than the uh, the blueberries or boysenberries, but it's just a really fruity, really nice blend. Um, and you know what's great about this one? The um, <clears throat> the beer of it, the 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 yeast, the barley, that's all there. It's still a it's it's almost it's a sour, but you can almost chew it. There's a there's an earthiness to it. A, okay, a, a that was to gonna it. be my my question. Are we yeah. talking about a sour here, a lambic, or are we talking about an ale that just has some really fantastic um yeah. fruity notes? Yeah, definitely the definitely the second one. It's a it's it, this is a beer first with some really just nice undertones, maybe even overtones, but you still get a nice balance of everything. You get the 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 grains uh, that made the beer, but then the berries that really just fucking put it over the top. So, right. holy cow! I don't think it's going to be a surprise to anybody which beer I'm taking to bed tonight. Um, this is a work of art. Holy god! That's, it's like your that's... What's that? It's your honeymoon. You're taking it to bed in your honeymoon. I, I absolutely. I'm gonna. I am <laughs> gonna carry it over the threshold, and uh, and basically whatever she asked me to do, uh, we're doing tonight. You know, I, I know someone that, um, and you know him too, not, uh, it was from football, but not, not our team. Um, but he got married in Vegas and had a threesome on his, on his honeymoon. Is that, that's a, that's a no go, right? Wait a minute. I mean, not for Who? him. <laughs> yeah. Who's this? Uh, James played on Mojo. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. I believe it. I, James, James had some swagger. Yeah, yeah, good guy. Yeah, um, but yeah, that they, yeah, that's that's. I I thought that would be an absolute uh, full stop. Like no, but uh, you know, to each their own. And she's she was down with it. So. I was gonna say you find you find the right woman. Well, you, you <laughs> no, you find the right person. Um, right, and you know, and you know, uh, being in polyamorous relationships right now is kind of like an in thing. Like a lot of people are doing it like, yeah. Hey, I love you and we're going to spend the rest of our lives together, but I also want to have sex with that person. And well, this so, is, I mean, it's yeah. happening. This is like 15 years ago though. And it's not quite. So he, he must be generation X cause he was doing it before it was cool. <laughs> you, you know what? You would be really popular in prison with your two assholes. That just, that just struck me. <laughs> well, so you'll have to listen to the the first part of the show um, because I didn't realize that there's actually an inner and an and a and, and an inner inner. There's two assholes, one on the there's outside and one one on the one on the very yeah. inside. Yeah. So it's like you got two gatekeepers. Yeah, mm. you do. You do. Um, so I thought that was uh, fantastic a, that we got into that. You got an innie and you got an outie, and everybody oh. does. Um, and actually, people with incontinence, um, it's their innie that goes, not their Audi. Their Audi 
is trying to hold back the the floods, but it can't because it needs the help of the any. And the any is the one that, and the any is the one. If you've ever done Kegels, I don't know if you guys do Kegels. I do Kegels regularly because it's really good for you know uh, prostate health and all that. So I do Kegels pretty regularly. That's, do you do them while you're while we're sitting here talking? Like just like- sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, I do. Good. Yep, I always I forget to do those. That's we should all. Everybody, go ahead and pause and do some kegels right now. All right, we're back. All right, good. But that's the one that you're flexing when you do your kegels. Is is the, that uh, really the it? That's, that's the fantastic. Any. All right. Yeah. So see, this is why we're the greatest goddamn podcast on the planet. <laughs> By far. By far. Hey, Hefe, you know what? I feel. I I, I personally feel. I'm, I don't want to speak for McShane. I feel bad. The first time you were on, the first break you had, we didn't even ask how your night was going. We just kind of just threw you in the deep end. But how's your night going, dude? Well, you know, Gretchen brought this up uh, through the week. She's like, I feel bad because every time I ask you how your night's going, you say shitty. <laughs> because <laughs> oh, it's like 7.30 or 8 o'clock, and it takes a while to, for the night to get going. But tonight is a little different. Oh. Tonight, I was dealing three card, and it was just kind of ho-hum. And then the guy said, looks like it's your last hand. And he was betting like pretty, pretty big, um, close to table max. Uh, actually, not quite, but, but he was betting like 75. And, uh, and he put me up for 25 bucks on the, on the pair plus. And he hit a, he hit a flush. That pays three to one. So it's a hundred bucks right there. Nice. In my box. Nice. Now I have like a 30 now and it's like after nine o'clock, but still I've got that one shining moment. Yeah. From three card poker. Well, good for you. That's yeah, that, that's man. fantastic. That was, it's always good to hit something good in your second table of the night. That's absolutely right. And you know what? Can you just I I want when you get a second because <clears throat> I, I know you've you've got some trivia that's coming from Buttercup that you want us you mm. want to get into, but um, mm-hmm. lean into lean into Gretchen and just say hey. The guys say hi, and we hope you're doing okay. That's okay. what you gotta do. All right. Just in but lean in like be a little bit more be kind of breathy. Right? Put it right <laughs> on the back of her neck. Just like like what McShane would do. Um don't quite make it awkward, but just uh hey. McShane says hi. No, yes. and I okay, and so after all the subtlety is done, um, and I don't want you to get fired or anything, but I want you to smack her on the ass as hard as you can and just be like Will this do. fits. Will do. <laughs> and then follow up with a good job. Yeah. Yeah, you can't hold me accountable for this. This is from Fitz. No, this is from Fitz. Exactly. And, you want to fire and if somebody? You, yeah, if you don't leave a handprint, right. you didn't do it hard enough. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Gold what, what's, your, a, what's your trivia? What, what yeah, do you, yeah, what do you let's got get to for that. us? We, we, uh, but, yeah. Buttercup gave me a, a, a like a little buttload here, of, uh, so to a speak. A little buttload? Trivia. So yeah. just one, one sphincter's worth? Pretty much, pretty okay. much. Um, okay. Some of these I don't buy, and I don't know where she got this from. I, I can't give you a source. All right. Well, we're but, professionals. We're gonna we're gonna tell whether it's true or not. Um, so thirty percent of women have done it, but only ten percent do this regularly. What is it? Anal. Nope. Um, wait. Thirty percent have done it, but only ten percent do it regularly. Yeah. Lesbian um, sex. No, no. Masturbation. Nope. Multiple climaxes. 
Huh. Uh, that, I mean, that might be accurate. Yeah, I buy that one totally. Here you I go, Helm. I mean, I, I try A for effort every time, but I, I guarantee it doesn't happen. Uh, how many nerve endings does the clitoris have? 7,342. Oh, like, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's like four times what a penis has, right? I don't, I don't have that information, but McShane, you're close. <laughs> wow. 8,000. Oh, shit. Dude, McShane, you were, you're okay. right on the nose yeah. on that one. Uh, bonus. Okay. I'm, this one, this I'm one, a fantastic this one. lover. <laughs> so you wait. So while you're down there, you're like counting the nerve endings. <laughs> yes. One, yes. One, two, two three. three. Hold on, baby. Four thousand five hundred seventy-one. But yeah, four thousand five hundred seventy-two. He's using his tongue to count those. So like, oh, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. You got. You have no idea how tiring that shit is. You thought the alphabet game was Holy tiring. Shit. Oh, so yep. your so your wife only has seven thousand, huh? <laughs> yeah, but she also has multiple <laughs> orgasms. Okay. Challenge accepted. Next question. <laughs> uh, this one, this one, I I call bullshit on. I I can't believe this one. Okay. Um, give me the. I'm guessing this is lifetime. It has to be lifetime. What is the average number of partners for a woman, and what is the average number of partners for a man? Whoa. All right. I'm gonna say I'll I'll go first on this one. Right. Average number of partners for a woman is 17. Average number. For a man is twelve. Huh. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, average number for a woman is seven, and the average number for a man is pi. <laughs> <laughs> Without the decimal. <laughs> Without yeah, the right. de- no, with well, the, with the decimal. Yeah, absolutely. Round, Sorry, round go ahead. down on that one. Um, uh, I'm going to say nine. There, there's your average. Go ahead. Seven for women, nine for men. Yes. Well, again, McShane is really close. He's got to flip them. Nine for women, really? seven for. Yeah, I knew women. I knew women on average have more more partners. I just I, I find that fascinating. I didn't. I never would have guessed that. I thought men would dude, have more. No, dude. If you had a vagina, would you not be having <laughs> sex every night with somebody? <laughs> hmm. I would never leave the house. But anyway, <laughs> that still counts. That's one. Here, here you go. Uh, real quick, the multiple choice. Okay. What, per- what percentage of people have died from died from sex? Not doesn't say while having sex, but I, I'm guessing that's what it means. Uh, A zero point zero six percent. B is one percent. C is three percent. D is zero point zero one percent. Oh my god! I have no idea. I'll, I'll go with one percent. That's a weird. That's a weird question. Is that like a very weird question? Anyway, the answer is a zero point zero six percent. How do you how 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 can you prove that? I don't know. Right, I got one more, one more good one. Okay. All right. All right. We're gonna let you guys guess what the, what the answers are here. How long is the average woman's orgasm? How long is the average man's orgasm? Uh, it's a, uh, it's a, let's say for a woman, it's 2.5 seconds. Uh, for oh. a man, it's two seconds. No, no, no. I, so man is probably four seconds, and a woman is probably in the neighborhood of 
25 seconds. Wow. All right. Okay, it's women's is 15 to 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah. They're okay. much longer. Yeah. Get your bullshit mask on. <laughs> okay. Because men's is 20 to 25 seconds. That's bullshit. Well, no, nope. That I guess I'm not a man then. I, mean, I, I so hey, so let me ask you this, Hefe. I know you're gonna have to go soon, and this might be like way too loaded. I'm gonna um, have to time how long my orgasms are now. Yeah, well, I am now. <laughs> Guess what I'm doing as soon as we're done with the show. Um, yeah. So, so, so when I when I have an For orgasm, for science. Yeah, this is totally a scientific conversation. When I have an orgasm, there's there's the time leading up to. And then there's the actual, you know, eruption, ejaculation. Yeah. And then very shortly after that, I I can't be touched. <laughs> Down there? Or anywhere. <laughs> My entire body turns into a giant fucking nerve that is on its last nerve. Like I don't I, I can't be touched anywhere. I don't want to be kissed. I don't want to be stroked. I don't want your fucking head on my chest. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> just get I've the done, fuck away from me. Yeah, I've done my deed. I'm radiating. Let me, let me go take a piss and fuck off. Lucy, do, do you guys do you guys feel that way? Because I so because the reason I'm asking is because I've seen some porn where the guy will you know he'll finish and then she'll still keep sucking him off or she'll stick it back in or whatever. Yeah, no. And and for yeah. me, like I get I get actually violent. I it hurts. <laughs> Don't stick it back up. in there. I'm fucking done. Do you guys have that? What What is that experience for you guys? Not to that extent, but I'm. A, I'm <laughs> I mean, in I don't same. want to kill people, but. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm Irish, so I get violent with everything. But <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I can. I. I. I'm not gonna say I'm ready to go right away, but I'm. I'm that. Come and then. I could turn around and go back to work if I needed to. It, that's that's yeah. See, that's usually okay. I mean, in my younger days, I mean, I I have had many orgasms, you know, over a say six hour period. I, I mean, you know, you just sure. when you're when you're twenty, you just yeah, you, know, you like, can just you can go just to go. Town. But I'm just saying, like right after, I can't be touched. I I it, it's actually painful for me. You know, MW used to talk about the cum coma. And I have that too, but more I just get violent. Huh. It's good to know. Next time we yeah. go camping. Yeah. So both of you guys just beware. Because once I'm done, get the fuck away. Start running. I gotta, I gotta go. Uh, all right. All right, man. Have a good night. Hope you make another $130. All right, boys. See you later. 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fitz, did you know that the Dalai Lama offered a kid to suck his tongue? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? Okay, so so I um so <laughs> there I I found a couple of really actually very well written articles on this this week. Um a, a lot of articles were basically condemning condemning the act, condemning the whole thing and saying that well, now here we have another high-level person who's a pedophile and you know, you can't even find safety and sanctum in in buddhism anymore and and so there was a lot of hit pieces on that and i'm 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 gonna just say up front i am not here to defend the dalai lama i am i am not a practicing buddhist although if i were to subscribe to any philosophy it would be buddhism um i've read a lot of buddhist text and um so i I have a lot of respect for buddhism but the dalai lama is still just a person and Buddhism is very clear on that, that we are just people and we all have our flaws. And so sometimes people fuck up. So I'm not here to defend anything. Uh, what I am here to do, though, is to give sort of an alternative uh, viewpoint, I guess. So um, the first article I, I read was basically like, hey, you know, Buddhism is all about facing up to the reality of of, of a situation. Uh, particularly Zen Buddhism. It's, I mean, the reality is what it is. Either you can or you cannot. Um, and that's where the whole Yoda thing came from. You know, don't try. You just do or do not. Um, so, so there's that. Like, it is what it is. The Dalai Lama said what he said, and you can't take anything away from that. So don't try and justify it. Um, and and but also don't put any judgment on it because he's just a person, as are you, and you have your own flaws. So go look in the mirror. That was a great article, but that's not the one I'm going to quote tonight. The one I'm going to quote tonight is that there is actually, um, and this is from the, uh, again, it'll be included in the show notes, but this is from the elephantjournal.com, which is a pretty pretty substantial uh, um, blog, I guess, on uh, on Buddhism. And this person wrote this piece, um, and there is a saying in Tibet, it's Che uh, Lesa, and what it means is "eat my tongue." And so I'll, I'll read from the article here what that really what what he's representing there. So um, a key point that we are all missing here in Western culture in Tibetan culture, it is common to see the old grandparents not only give a pop kiss, which is like just you know just one of those quick kisses, to small children but also give a small candy or piece of food to children from their mouths, directly mouth-to-mouth. Now, this may not be the norm of your culture, but it is commonly done. And after the elder gives the pop kiss and a candy, since there is nothing left in their mouth, nothing left to give, they will say the phrase, okay, now eat my tongue. Not suck, as as his holiness misspoke during his less-than-proficient English, but the Tibetan phrase is chela sa, and they say that it is... I have given you all my love, 
and the candy. So all that is left to do is to eat my tongue. So it's a pretty playful thing um, that children know that they're just playing. No one's going to actually eat anyone's tongue. This is not really done in the Lama region or the capital of Tibet as much, but it is more common in the Amdo region where his holiness is was actually born. Um, so it is definitely a Tibetan custom. So putting that into perspective, was it just a gaffe, you know, a, a, just one of those things that's just lost in translation? I don't know. Um, but it's plausible. And I, 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 I want to believe that, that the Dalai Lama is not a pedophile. I want to believe that. Now, is that, is that the truth? Is that the case? I don't know. However, of the thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of documented cases of him being with kids, being with anybody, he's playful, he's funny, he's not sexual in any way. He's a silly goose. He's a, yeah. And, and he was just playing. And I, and I, so I, I kind of, I'm leaning towards the fact that he, he made a major gaffe and he's actually come out and said, I should not have said what I said. I didn't mean it that way, but I also will accept whatever recourse comes from this. I mean, he's, he's not shying away from it. He's not running away. He's not on Epstein's list and they're bearing it. He's saying, look, I, I totally made a gaffe here and I, and I'm, I, I'm going to do my best to make, make it right. I'm going to take a totally different angle on this. All right. What better hit piece if you're trying to make amends with China than to take a really big fucking swing at the Dalai Lama? Well, there is that. There absolutely is that. He's not a fan of the Chinese regime. No. He's in exile. I would not be surprised if the word went out because we're about to get into all the kinds of hit pieces that came out this week. Cause there was a ton. Yeah, there were. Um, I would not be surprised if this was a hit piece that was put out there. And yes, I'm probably putting on a tinfoil hat right now, but what a great way to make up to China for all the Taiwan bullshit lately, then to call out, the Dalai Lama. So I, I, I mean, one hundred percent agree. One hundred percent, it's plausible. However, it is on film. I mean, I've seen the video, and oh, it, it is, and it, and, it, and it's cringeworthy. Um, so either someone paid him to to make this gaffe, or no, they just I'm, they just paid enough people to have cameras on him twenty four seven. I don't, I, I don't know. I think it was. More along the lines of this is probably something he does often. Yeah. Maybe it was just a gaffe. They're just waiting for him to fuck up. And now we can go ahead and blast it all over the fucking world. No, I mean, I, 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 that's an interesting, very interesting way to look at this. And I actually, I'm going to give you a fucking coin flip on it. I mean, no, 50, it, 50 you, yeah. you might, you might be right, dude. I, that might be exactly what this is because as you said, there were so many hit pieces and it seems like um, we used to have a, a, we would call out a hit piece maybe every third or fourth show. Mm. The last four weeks, dude, we've called yeah. out hit pieces every week, every fucking week, every well, week. Let's, and let's, this week we have multiple. 
Let, let's get into this one. This is the one that was on T- Tucker Carlson. This is from the New York Times. Yeah. Now, this one yeah. was fascinating to me because there was no actual fucking article to it. It was just Tucker's words. It was just a headline. Yeah, yeah. So this is just the story contains audio, and that's it. And all this is this. They don't care what you think. They want to control your mind. They want you to do what you're told. They, they want, want you to kiss the ring. They're not sentimental. They, they want, want the power. They, they want, want power. They, they hate you. you. They want to hurt you. They, they call you a racist. They, they call, call you a racist. racist. They want to control. All this story was was audio of shit that Tucker Carlson said. Which, quite honestly, was pretty fucking accurate. Yeah. So I'm not really sure why the Times decided that, oh, we need to get out there and say, he's just trying to rabble-rouse. He's just trying to go ahead and call attention to all these offhanded red politics, all these kind of things that we don't agree with. So we're only going to take that uh, that he's calling out control points and and all this bullshit. It was really amazing. And that's the direction they took with this. I mean, is it, is it. Okay. I'll just say it how I'm thinking it. Are, are we really surprised machine? It, I mean, it's the New York times. No, we aren't. But what I'm surprised by is the amount of effort that went into this. I mean, that was a, the whole that there. So let's, let's get into this so that. Let me go ahead and shut this audio down. But just watch the video inside the apocalyptic worldview of Tucker Carlson tonight. A New York Times analyst analysis of 1150 episodes reveals how Tucker Carlson pushes extremist ideas and conspiracy theories into millions of households five nights a week. He's done so since the beginning But the show has gotten darker. Mr. Carlson, 52, has one of the largest megaphones in all of the cable television. When President Donald J. Trump left office, Mr. Carlson filled the void on the right. He's always been on the right. I don't get that one, but okay. No, I mean, and so I don't. I I, so here's what so I'm going to take a kind of a different take on this. So because he's popular. Yeah, you have to you have to call him right wing conspiracy, you know, dickhead. I, I right. don't I don't like Tucker Carlson, but man, I can't believe how many clips of his show I have sent you and Hefe, yeah, um, and other friends over the last because honestly, he's fucking right. Now you can you can watch a Tucker Carlson tonight show, and you can sort of separate the you know the wheat from the chaff. I mean, you can tell when he's going off on his. On his on a rampage, a yeah, on, on his yep. rants, yep. yeah, he, he gets that goofy fucking laugh, which I can't yep. stand. I when, when he's slap getting him. paid, yeah, yeah, you can tell when he's getting paid, yep. But then he's like, "Well, let's just look at the facts," and then he presents fucking facts, like video facts, audio facts, fucking receipts, um, you know, documents. <clears throat> he's not just out there just spouting bullshit like a, uh, oh god, what's that other fuck sticks name that got sued, um. Jesus podcaster you know you know who I mean he 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 got sued and and he lost uh because he said that Sandy Hook was a was a oh yeah you know who I mean <laughs> fucking war uh no Jesus why can't I think of his name ah uh, because we don't want to we've got a mental block yeah. when it comes to him <laughs> but so he's he's not that guy you know right. he's he's not just out spouting lies just to get more listeners Tucker Carlson is 
yes, he's definitely right leaning, but he presents his fucking receipts and he has facts. And he's also, by the way, the most watched cable news show by like a factor of seven. I mean, the, the next closest is is also a Fox show. And then the closest CNN would have to like, you know, times 12 their viewership to get even close to Tucker. It's it's not even so this just seems to me like, well, he's a low hanging fruit. Uh, everybody knows who the fuck he is. I, nobody likes his face. Nobody likes yep. the way he talks. No one likes the way he laughs. Yep. So let's just take a swing. That's all this was. Whenever you don't agree with somebody, obviously they're extremists. So we need to go ahead and propagate them as that. That's that's where we are right now. Yep. He was never an extremist two or three years ago. Nope. He wasn't. He was just Fox News. Yeah. Which nobody liked, which is fine, whatever. But now he's an extremist? Really? No. Because a lot of the fa- the stuff that he's coming up with, they're facts. I know you don't like them. Sorry. This yeah, is fun. Oh, oh, by the way, um, he's a Gen Xer. So he's not going to take any bullshit. If you fire no. at him, he's going to fire back. Hey, did you know that climate change forces sex work? Oh, God. Okay. I, I cannot wait to get on this. The the hit the number of hit pieces and I you know what's funny it was massive dude I I could have sent you five or six more that I found this week but yes, I was like yes. okay it's overkill um the shit they're coming up with and they're blaming on on climate change is remarkable just the skill involved to craft this story go go ahead well, tell the story because it's amazing and, and it all came out at one time everything all at once yes you can tell when a narrative is shifting when you look at the stories that are coming out and then you look at the, the, the num the volume. Okay. So you take the subject, which in this case it's climate change. And then you look at all the different stories that come out suddenly at one time. So, you know, for you, you there, you don't have to go very far to figure out, okay, so this week we're pushing climate change. Yeah. We saw the Indian villagers for the Indian Indian villagers forced into sex slavery as a result of climate change. <laughs> we saw a story on baseball. Yes, and how yeah. that was there are more point. home runs due to climate change. Due to climate change, I, I think the number was five. They uh, have attributed five hundred yes. home runs. Yes, in in the now, last ten ten years because e- of climate change. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Fitz, you know what was re- was what was released this week? Our president and our EPA decided that we're going to have more stringent rules about EVs and, and and regular gas cars. They're going to crack down on it. Yep. And what better way to support things than climate change and yep. sex and- slavery? And a huge, a huge media, what would you call it? Like a, like a, a blitzkrieg? I'd call I mean, it an orgy. That's what I'd call yeah. it. Let's, and, let's, 
Let, let's watch this. Here we go. Juicing home run balls. It's all because of thinner air. When the air is thinner, the ball doesn't have anything it runs into as much, and it can go far, farther. When the air is hotter, it is thinner, so balls go farther. In fact, a Dartmouth team of scientists figured there are 50 extra home runs a year because of climate change. Now, that may sound like a lot, but it's actually a pretty small amount. More home runs are being added because of the seams on the ball, because of launch angle, because of better athletes, and it used to be because of steroids, too. Climate change is a small percentage of that, but that percentage is likely to grow. Global war now, I could appreciate that, but let's go here. Live science. Baseball home runs could increase by 10% in the next 80 years. 80 years! How is this a fucking story? And why 80 years. Who why, the why? fuck cares? Warmer temperatures due to climate change is resulting in more home runs in Major League Baseball. So they go in depth with why this is going to be something that's going to be a big deal over the next 80 years. Now, that was LiveScience.com. What we just played there for you was from the AP. The story that we had from the sex change workers was from the independent. Now, I'm not saying that it was an all out assault this week, but it was, seems like it was pretty coordinated and oh. ridiculous because you're trying to hit a lot of different people in this in with just the different stories we have there and i and i'm again as as we've said before if you follow the money who 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 funds the independent who who funds the new york times who funds these you know quote unquote journalistic you know megaliths that are supposed to be giving us the actual hard-hitting news actual journalism um I guarantee you get to the end of that money and it's going to be left-leaning George Soros type, you know, fuck sticks that have an agenda that they're paying for. They're, 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 they're saying, Hey, welcome to, welcome to the New York times. We can't, we are so excited to have you on the team. We can't wait for you to do more reporting on these three subjects. No, no, you can't go outside of those three, but we're looking forward to your reporting on those three subjects. Thank you. Oh shit. Oh, you found out that, uh, climate change actually isn't uh, man-made. Okay, well, let's we're not going to approve that article. Let's go ahead and have you move down to the uh, transgender issues and see if you can't hit hit the mark there. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, you're fired because you're not doing us any good and you're gone. I mean, that's literally how the game is played. You either play ball and write what they want you to, or you don't have a fucking job. And and. I know that your student loan is now being forgiven, but you still have your bills to pay and things like that. So, I mean, of <laughs> course you're going to have, yeah, of course you're going to have, you're going to play ball. You're going to write what they want you to write. I mean, that's going back to, you know, Hefe's earlier statement that, Hey, you can just go on the internet and look it up. Actually, no, you can't because even these so-called scientific journals, uh, they're, they're, they're being paid and funded by somebody. And if you don't follow the money, if you don't know who's paying them, then you really don't know how their results, quote unquote, are skewed. Because I every, hate yeah, that. I do too. It's it's maddening. I mean, the the journal nature used to be a place that you could yes. go, and and you just knew you were getting the science. 
And then this is something we really didn't get into much last week, but they they have found that most of their articles that they publish are are sorry, most of the studies that they publish are not replicatable. Other scientists go back and say, "Okay, that's great findings. Let's 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 try and replicate." Let's try it. that again. Can't. Yeah, they can't. So, so what happened? So yeah. So then you go, "Okay, they're just publishing this because it it fits their narrative." So it's like, "Boom. Put it in black and white. Off we go." <clears throat> but as soon as someone goes and says, "Well, let's take out all these variables that you maybe then it, it does you can't repeat it." And so what is science anymore? I mean, when did science become you know, end all be all science, science is supposed to be. Yeah. Science, science is, is supposed, supposed to be, be a standalone. It's supposed yeah. to be a standalone yep. conversation. It's supposed to be a set bunch of variables. It's supposed to be quantifiable. It's supposed to be controlled. It's science. And but that's and not it, where we are now. We, it, it, should, it, no, it doesn't no. it, We're not, we're not there anymore. And I don't know no. how we get back to that. I don't know either because it, you know, I, I was we, we were brought up on you know the scientific method. You you have a hypothesis, you test it, and then it's either proven true or not. And then and then other people go, oh, you proved it true. Well, I'm going to try it now and see if I can prove it true. Oh nope, you didn't account for this variable, this variable, and this variable, so it's false. So and that should be science. But as soon as COVID came out, it was like no, the vaccines are the science. If you say anything against the vaccine, you are. A, a devil, a demon, and you must be killed. And let's move on. And it's like, wait, what? That's not science. Don't. So yeah. let me let me ask you this because there's there's been a trend over years and years and years that you know, less people are more are 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 confident in religion. Okay, you you're. Yeah. There, there's more atheists, there's more agnostics, sure. there's more, sure. there, there's, there's a very good trend in that. Is this a way of being able to hit back against science? Because truly science is one of the things that you should be able to rely on. <laughs> you, you you should be able to go ahead and, okay, I've, 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 I, I get it. I read the story. I read this, I read the study and I was able to do it. I would be able to repeat it. And okay, that's accurate. It, it's, it is absolutely lockstep in there. Right. Is this you the only to... way to combat that we can't trust religion? We have to go ahead and go after science so we can't trust science? Wow. I mean, that's, that's, that's fucking profound, dude. I, I mean, maybe because, because it was for, for thousands of years, it was, hey, trust us. Just have faith in the Lord. Have faith in what I'm telling he you. Shall provide. I'm close, right. I'm I'm closer to the Lord than you are. You don't know. I know. Trust me. And then science came along and was like, "Hey, uh, fuck you and your God. I, I'm going to prove these things, um, replicatably." And now it's like, because yeah, I I don't know what the percentages are, but I I definitely know the Catholic Church is is, you know, and we're just talking about one tiny sliver of the religious quote unquote population out there, but Catholic religion the Catholic church is in, is in a world of hurt They're You know, their tithings are down their their you know uh, what viewership. I don't, I don't know if you call it viewership, but their attendance in church is, I mean, it's way down. I, I, again, I don't know the exact percentages, but it's, it doesn't look good for 
the religions of the world, the churches of the world, the religious leaders of the world, they, they're losing constituents daily. I mean, you might be right, man. It's like, hey, don't put all your faith into science and things that you can quote unquote prove. Uh, come back to the Lord um, because, you know, what he says is right and and you should believe us. I don't know. I, that's a that's a really that's that's I like that take. You, you might be onto something there. Missouri House Republicans vote to defund libraries. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's all I have to say to that. As Jesus. soon as you start defunding a fucking library. Yeah. One, there's a lot of stuff that you don't want your people to read or be aware of. Two, you, you're shitting on knowledge. Yep. Period. Yep. I, I just don't know where this comes from. Missouri House Republicans voted to defund all of the state state's public libraries in a proposed $45.6 billion state budget that will soon move to a vote in the GOP-controlled state Senate. The Missouri House debate debated for over eight hours last Tuesday on a budget that is roughly $2 billion less than Governor Mike Parson proposed last January, cutting not only $44.5 billion Parson had slated for libraries, but also cost for diversity initiatives, child care, and pre-kindergarten programs. Could you, can you fathom, McShane, can you fathom the idea that libraries would be defunded uh, 20 years ago? No. 30 years no. ago when we were no. in high school? <clears throat> no, that's 1984 I mean, shit. It was, yeah, it was unfathomable. I mean, yes, there were debates about, you know, should Catcher in the Rye be part of a high school library because, ooh, they talk about being gay. But there was never any talk about we're going to defund the library. I mean, why don't we just become, why don't we just burn all the libraries down? We're just uh, Library of Alexandria, part deux. Just burn it all down. Fuck everything. We don't need knowledge. Let's just trust the politicians. Jesus Christ. A rural Texas county has voted to drop discussion for now of a possible of possibly defunding the county's library system after a federal judge ordered it to return more than a dozen banned books to library shelves. Now, this is in Texas. Um, honest to God, when you start getting into banning books... When you talk about defunding libraries, which is the whole goal of a library is to have a centerpiece of knowledge. It, it's there for everybody to come and say, hey, I have books that are going to inform you about any topic that you want. And we want you to be at least have access to them. Now, I understand that some of the books might be controversial, but you still fucking put them out there. You may put it in a different area, but you still fucking put them out there. It, it It's surreal to me that we're actually here. Yep. This is 1984 shit. Yep. And it's just, it's just Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. Shit. Yes. You, you know what, you know what it feels like? It feels like, um, we're all a bunch of eight-year-olds 
and and we and we stumbled into you know dad's you know study and we and we found a playboy and and dad comes in and says oh no 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 son you're not you're not ready for that you can't handle that um and makes the decision for us because no 8 year old should be looking at at a playboy and and shoes us out of the room but so that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like the government is doing. But what they're not realizing is we're fucking all adults here and we can choose to f- seek out and find any knowledge we want to. And we get to deal with the consequences of knowing that knowledge. Instead, they're like, no, 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 son, you're not ready for this. Um, we, we've got this. I mean, it's, it, it is that, that is the line that I draw. I mean, I, I, for many years, felt I was a liberal. I was a Democrat. Um, I was excited that Obama got voted in. I wasn't. I didn't vote for him, but I was excited he got in. I didn't vote for the other guy either. I didn't vote for anybody that year. Well, actually, that's not true. I, I voted for myself. Um, but, but then I just I remember this one lady that Obama won, and I remember this one lady. Um, just she she was they, they gave an interview or she she gave an interview and she was like i'm just so excited because now that obama's in he's gonna buy me a new car and he's gonna buy me a house and it and it just shook me it was like so you have this mindset that because a person is now the president that that he can pat you on the head and say okay you're not intelligent enough you're not good enough you're not smart enough you're not you're not talented enough i'll take care of you and it was just it, to me that's so offensive. I mean, there there needs to be government safety nets for people who stumble and fall, for people who get pregnant when they're not ready to be, for people who try and start a biz business and it and it and it dies. There has to be some safety nets there. I want those safety nets there, but we have a lot of people right now who are milking the system for nothing, for no reason at all, other than they don't want to work. And that that philosophy is being perpetuated, and all we're doing is making ourselves uh, less resilient, fatter, sicker, um, and and not willing to to get up, get the fuck up tomorrow and go to work. That's what we're that's what we're breeding right now, and it's it offends me, and I and I, I'm surprised more people aren't offended by it. I know the listeners of this show they get it. They, I mean, I'm I'm speaking. No, it's okay. But we need to, we need to absolutely get back to what made America great was a lot of hard work, a lot of elbow grease, and not social fucking programs that just protected you in case you know you got your feelings hurt. And I, I just, I, I, I don't know where we lost our way there, but we are lost, and we need to get back to it. Fitz, it's been a banger of a night. And I think the only responsible way to take this one out is to talk a little bit about Gen Gen X. Can we do that? Absolutely. I am a proud, card-carrying member of Gen X. This is a TikTok. I think it's interwoven with uh, DJ Dias. And um, let's go and listen. 
Who let Gen X off the hook? Why aren't we talking shit about those guys? Hello, 51-year-old Gen X here. Thank you for your questions and acknowledging the fact that we actually exist. To answer your initial question, if you saw a bear walking around the streets or in the woods minding its own business, would you keep on walking or would you approach it to fuck around and find out? Most people don't talk shit about us because they forgot that we even exist. I mean, we are called the forgotten generation for a reason. Our numbers are much smaller than the boomers and millennials, so we're the middle child stuck in between both of them. Sarcasm is also one of our love languages, so even if someone were to talk shit about us, chances are we didn't give enough of a fuck to take it seriously. They were teenagers in the 80s. False statement, we were forced to become teenagers and adults between the ages of 7 and 9. We were latchkey kids. We were left at home all the time by our parents to fend for ourselves or our siblings once we got old enough to form complete sentences. And if we weren't home alone by ourselves, we were either out in the streets or the woods, drinking out of warm garden hoses, water sliding in our front yards, or going up the street to our local a tetanus shot waiting to happen type playground, whether it's spinning around the merry-go-round of doom or going on a hot metal slide during the summer or simply just hang out with our friends in the streets sometimes on our BMX bikes, our big wheels or the bicycles with the tassels on the handlebars with the basket in front where sometimes we'd place our younger siblings in. Just imagine constantly being in survival mode and being told by your parents to either walk it off or rub some dirt in it whenever you got hurt. We were able to do all of that and still make it home before the streetlights turned on. They had the coolest music. 100% agree with you and this is not me being biased being that I grew up in the 70s and the 80s and got to experience all of this stuff but rather based on facts. To back this up let's look at some 80s trends currently making a comeback. Let's start with some 1980s movie remakes such as Ghostbusters, Firestarter, Dune, Footloose, Carrie, just to name a few. And can we all agree that Cobra Kai is one of the best TV series based on a movie that we've seen in recent years? And let's not forget about Stranger Things. Next up, 80s fashion, bell-bottom jeans, big bangle bracelets, acid-washed anything, leg warmers, big bright neon colors, fanny packs, I can keep going. Our music became classical rock and is now featured in grocery stores worldwide. You want to know the best way to spot a Gen Xer in the wild? Go to your local grocery store and if they're playing any 80s music track, look for that one individual that's lip syncing the entire song under their breath or dancing with their cart by themselves in the frozen food section. Where are those motherfuckers now? Based on the overwhelming response that your video received, I think it's safe to say that we've always been here. Just sitting here drinking our coffee and watching the shit show. So yeah, you can go ahead and try to talk shit about Gen X, but chances are we're just going to look at you and say, I don't even give a fuck. Whatever. <laughs> and suck my dick so true i i cannot tell you how much i identify with with that dude um he's a little bit older than me but i'm right there with you bro um you know what i love too like you can tell he's from hawaii because he, yep. he you know he gives the hang loose mahalo yep. fucking hands sign while he's telling you to fuck off and that's that is so generation x like hey it is Fuck the fuck off, but peace be with you, my brother. Like, yeah. I mean, if you mind your own business and you stay on your side of the street, we have zero problem. If you come on my side of the street and start shit, I'll you're about fuck to you up. Yeah, you're about to fuck around and find out. So that is, no, uh, that was at, that was a great video. At Brian I N H E E L E E on TikTok. So unless you're in Montana, which that was banned, so I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, we didn't get to that, but what the fuck? How do you we, even make that happen? We didn't Holy get shit. to that, and there's absolutely no fucking way that that's no. ever, ever yeah. going to be enforceable. But, no. yeah, good, good luck, Montana. Good luck, Montana. Yeah. So here's all the Gen Xers out there who are just fucking grinding because, you know what? It's just we're what we stronger. do. Yeah. It's what we fucking do. Yep. It's what we fucking do. And we're going to, you know what? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this shout out now. I'm going to make this call. I want you to write this down. All right. Got a pen. 
Okay, in 150 years, when we start looking at lifespans, the Gen Xers are going to have the longest lifespans of all. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. We'll act on that in about 200 years. So make yeah. sure you keep that handy. Oh yeah, no, it's written down. It's in it's in ink, so it's it's immutable now. <laughs> what beer are you taking to bed? <clears throat> oh God, uh, this ale song. I honestly, you know, it wasn't even a fair fight tonight. Um, because that that volume three of life was you know less than, but <clears throat> I, I would put this ale song up against pretty much any sour out there. Um, the the uh, the subtlety of it, and yet the kind of in your face. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on your face, and you're gonna like it. Um, and I'll I'll tell you when to breathe. It, it's uh it's just goddamn great beer, really really great beer. Um. I, I owe my neighbors, like, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to go out and find some kind of a f- special fucking rare gem just to pay him back for this beer because this was phenomenal. And uh, well, definitely not not planned for tonight, but I'm so glad it happened. And I got to, got to share it with everybody because it's a great beer. So I'll tell you what. Let me go and I'll send something from Arizona. They're not going to be able to get up there. Oh, yes. Okay. Let, let me go and... I'll send something up there. A little thank you. Um, I, I have, I've already started my my next beer box to you has already okay. been started. So okay. I will go ahead and add something else to that, um, so that you can uh, throw that in there with uh, with with your neighbors there. Hey, uh, did you know um, that the postal service uh, does not uh, if you if you live if you write on the outside of your box um, live yeast samples um, they don't. They don't check the box. They don't care if it's a liquid. They just send it on, and it's a live yeast sample, and they never check it. And so, you know, for for the, for the smart, you know, uh, shippers out there, um, act accordingly because they, as long as you write that on there, they can't check it. All right. Well, that, just there, saying. There you go. Uh, we all you? actually what, have it. Well, we actually have another um, uh, beer share that we need to do with uh, Moose Lounge. Moose Lounge. We do, and also with um, with Gray's uh, Pub. I I mean, that conversation's basically been going since we met those those fine folks, uh, and and we we need to make that happen because they have some really amazing shit going on out there in Louisville, and so I think a beer exchange needs to happen. I also I'm throwing down the gauntlet. I think um, I had to say it, Aaron. From I had to say it. I think whatever area you're in, I think I want to say he's in the Chicago area, but I might be wrong. He's he's in but Illinois. Illinois, yeah. So I mean, whatever beers you can find there, I mean, let's 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 whore each other out here. Let's let's exchange this shit. Let's I mean, I have stuff up here you'll never find and you have stuff I'll never find. So let's uh let's let's start up an orgy, a, a a beer sending orgy. Let's do it. So let's do this. You take uh, Gray's. I'll okay. take Moose Lounge. Okay. And we'll go ahead and coordinate a show. Love it. All right. So we'll we'll figure out when we've got everything done, and then um, and then we'll kind of go from there. I I love it. I, right. I uh, we could really be starting something here. This is like this is awesome. So I'm taking uh, to bed all the bootleg snacks, all of them, every yeah. goddamn one of them. <laughs> um, really fun beer. A lot going on. Um, 
good spicy flavor, chocolatey, a lot of sweetness, very decadent. It's definitely an uh, end of the night beer. This is an eleven point one percenter. Um, just 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 dug it, just really really dug it. Which, when you look at what I started off with, was was no, which was fine, sure, but not. I I mean that's not a. Let's be honest, that's not a whiskey hell beer. It just isn't. No. If you guys would like to follow us, it's at whiskey underscore hell on Twitter. Whiskey hell pod at gmail.com is the website. I'm sorry. That's actually the email. And then uh, whiskey hell pod is or dot com is going to be the uh, website. If you guys want to check us out, I'm Steve McShane. I am Fitz and we love every one of you. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.